Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi guys, it's Tommy and Angelica and I'm Phil and you are listening to Real Talk. Talk. We have a very exciting day. Yeah, we do. A very exciting guest. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) I left uh, gambling to come here. Nice. Did you though? Yeah, I really did. Is that the picture you're painting? Yeah, meanwhile, he's been here, he's yeah, been here for six they, hours. Yeah, and they've all come home because they were done gambling. We, we, we've we been home together for six hours. There's no way you left for this no, podcast. No, that is an exaggeration you just said, but okay. No, it's literally no, the truth. No, it's literally It's not. actually literally the truth. But it's he did o'clock. cash out because he thought we tricked him and we he yeah, thought we yeah, weren't yeah. recording I, the podcast I was, without him. I was him. winning on the craps table. I got a text. I said, all right, I'm leaving now. Uh, I'll get there for the end of the, of the thing. Because it takes an hour. Nice. But, you know. um, Really quick, and then we'll get to the important part of the episode, our special guest. Um, but what he's referring to is that we like to play a joke on my dad. We texted him. We said, hey, change your plans. We're actually going to do the podcast uh, right now. So sorry you won't make it because we knew he was in Parks yeah. Casino gambling. Mm-hmm. Um, we just like to get a reaction out of him. Yeah, because so he's what... obsessed with the podcast. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. It it's really it crazy. The whole entire family is caught on to it, how much he says yeah. podcasts. It's and really Kathy nuts. said it's all he talked about all it's day. It's really all he talks about, guys. I it's a sickness. Wait for this podcast. Great. Why couldn't you wait? Who do we have on today? We have the uh, the great Rachel Riley. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Let's, Let's give her a call. Let's call her in. Good. Hi, Rach. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on with us. We love you. Yay. Um, thank you for having me. I'm always, I feel like I'm like a friend of the podcast. I know it's you're you're part of the fam at this point. Yes. <laughs> um, I wish I was there for Angelica's bachelorette. I know, I know, you were I supposed know. to be there. That would have been amazing. We had the best time, but we did miss you so much. You know, we played a mini version of the Traders. Did you? We, we <gasps> literally did. Yeah. We, we surprised her. We literally just showed up. Like we, we we didn't tell her what was going on. We literally just said we're doing something. She had no idea what it was. And then we lined all of them up outside and three of us set the whole entire house up with all these different missions. We dress up in the cloaks. Wait, and they filmed the whole thing. And we filmed the whole thing. Like Mivs and everything. We have to edit it and put it together. Okay, okay. We didn't. We still haven't put it together. We're we're a little behind on schedule. We got a few more things to do. I I wasn't invited to that, so I'm not in it. 
is that Uncle Phil? Yeah, that's now, Uncle Rachel, Phil. Now, Rachel, do you think that he should have been invited to my bachelorette? <laughs> I mean, in my opinion, I think it probably not. <laughs> I thought she was so, going to say yes. I love that you said no. You're right. Yeah. He should not be invited to a bachelorette. Well, neither should you. <laughs> I mean, wow. that's the thing. It's like you kind of, you know, no offense, but you know. <laughs> yeah, my uncle. Could you imagine me and my uncle on my bachelorette? Right, exactly. Yeah. No, no, you know, no thanks. But also, right. you know, we love you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am fun, though. Yeah, you uh, are. You are fun. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, it's just a little different. So, Rachel, <laughs> it's so funny because, you know, obviously when the traders came out, we immediately at 530 in the morning woke up, binged the entire thing immediately. Did you? So, oh my God, yes. Literally, we woke up the crack of dawn, yeah. ordered breakfast, like, to go, like, delivered to the house, and just, like, <laughs> binged all of the episodes immediately. I so I wanted to rewatch it today. So we 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 rewatched your episode, and you really just were so good on the show. Like it was, oh it was no, amazing. Uh, Angelica, you were so good too. You know what? The the problem is, is that she didn't listen to you. Are we recording? Because I feel like we need to talk about this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're full blown <laughs> recording. <laughs> she did not listen to you, Tommy. And I, I swear, when she told me that you were her cousin, I was like this is amazing. Like we are going to work together. It's going to be amazing. And then for some reason she trusted Cody. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know she was I totally did. team Cody. Uh, it was so bad. And honestly, like we really were on opposite sides of the castle. Yeah, literally, literally could not have like been further sides of the castle, which is like so disappointing. Cause I feel like I would have loved to like, get to know you better in the castle, but like, obviously I love you outside the castle too. But you know, I, it was, I think it's like, you just don't know who to trust. Cause everyone is just like, I mean, Cody's a good liar too. You know, it's just like everyone, I feel like is just a good at that game. Yeah. Well, I've, we have a billion questions for you, Rachel, obviously. I, but first, first. I have a question for Angelica, even though you were working on opposite sides of the castle, did you think that Rachel was a traitor? I did. Wow. I did. And I um I I thought I, but you know what looking back it really is just you have this you don't have 100% trust with anyone but you have yeah. trust with the people that you are aligned with and working with so whoever you don't you have way more like you just you think they're a traitor that's what it is like right. I thought I very much thought I really wasn't working with Sari I thought Sari was a traitor I thought Rachel was a traitor I thought Stephanie was a traitor you know what I mean like it's just yeah I thought Did Quentin you think Cody for at any time was a traitor I did not at all. Not for one second. That's so funny. I know. I and know. And you ta- you, Tommy's your cousin. Like, I just feel like in my, like, Tommy, you had to have talked to her and been like, listen, oh. like I'm laying it all out for you. John and Thomas, I'm not even kidding. Remember when we got our production phone, our production phones back for that one day after filming? Um, yeah. The, before the traders were picked and I told them Cody was in the castle with, I told them Cody, Rachel, Ari was in the castle with me. John and Thomas right away said, Cody's a traitor. Cody's going to be a traitor. <laughs> Do not trust him. And I didn't listen. Yeah. Not only that, oh. but we we also said to Angelica, we said, okay, Jell, hear us out. 
you kind of want people to think that you're a traitor because then you'll be kept around longer. As a shield. As a shield. And she was like convincing everyone that she was a faithful so hard. And she was so good at convincing everyone. Everyone knew. Nobody questions I was a traitor for more than a millisecond. No, nobody. I don't think anyone ever questioned that you were a traitor. Like it never even, I don't know if anyone questioned you were a traitor, then I, that was probably one of the traitors. Like, right. Like yeah. nobody ever thought you were a traitor. Not even, not even a little bit. Like it was like Azra. Like nobody thought she was yeah. a traitor. Like and Andy. Was- I don't know if anyone for one right. second thought Andy was a traitor. I did in the end, only because I was like, why is Andy? Like, why are they not believing me? Well, that, that was I'm not crazy. Yeah, that's that, one that of the things we want to talk was crazy about. because rewatching that, like the whole cabin mission, yeah. and then your banishment right after that was. Very intense. It was so intense. Well, that was the thing. It was like, we had this like crazy mission and I was like, you know, there for Andy and I had talked to them and I thought that we were on the same page and I had talked to them before, even before the castle. Right. So we were in the castle and I was like, Hey, I feel really uncomfortable going into tonight. Like what's going on. And they, they just kept saying, no, I think you're good. I think you're good. And so I, I really I mean, when I say blindside, like y'all, this was like blindside of the century. I honestly had no idea until I was on, like, in I call it on trial, but until I was in that chair sitting there and I was like, oh my God, like I'm on trial right now. Like they all think I'm a traitor. I was so confused, like where it even came from. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and you were really MVP in that mission and as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> would, would... Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was like, I knew that Andy couldn't do it and Andy was having a really hard time. So it was almost like I had to be there for them and I had to like make sure that they felt comfortable and just, you know, I wanted, I wanted Andy to not quit, you know, cause I felt like they would have regretted quitting. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, whatever I had to do to make sure that Andy didn't quit, I was going to make sure like, you know how, like when you're in a situation where it's like almost like if someone can't do something, you almost like go in twice as hard. Cause you're like, okay, I need to do this. Like, this is all on me. And th- you know, I'm doing it for the both of us. That's how it felt. Like yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Well, speaking of, we noticed that cause we were, re- we were rewatching the episode today. The, there was like a sign when you made it into the second room and the sign said that two people had to put their heads in two boxes, but you as the freaking goat you are, you stuck your head in all four of the boxes and got the number out. Did they give yeah. you a hard time about that or no, not really? No, I don't think that I, I don't even know if production, I don't know if production was just like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure they had to pay attention, but no, I, we didn't have anything. I'm just thinking like, they were probably just like this. Maybe this cabin was a little too intense. Yeah. This is, this question's also coming from me. I'm someone who's like a stickler for the rules with these things. Like a lot of times they don't care about those things. You're right. No, me too. I'm like a huge stickler for the rules. I also had just gone for it. And I think I, it looked like, I think Kate was the only one that did it on her side too. Right. Well, actually it's funny because when we were rewatching today, they showed you go in all the boxes and they gave you yeah. like that hero edit that you deserve. But for okay. her side, I think they only showed her going into one of the boxes and they didn't show how the other three things were obtained. So I was, oh, I, I was interested she, about that. Yeah. 
I wasn't sure if she did it also or yeah. if Sari got her head in there or what. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't notice that. I guess because I would just lived it. <laughs> well, yeah, because you, know? you were watching yourself. Like, that's what you do when you're on a show and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I noticed that today. I was like, oh, wait a second. They don't show how the other three things were obtained. They just mm-hmm. show Rachel's. Oh, um, how but- interesting. And let me just tell you, those. I was the most freaked out about the scorpions because they're black. And I heard that black scorpions are the dangerous ones. But then... I Googled it and I, I think that they're not, I think it's a different kind of scorpion. But like when I saw that I was, I literally thought that I was going to get stung by a scorpion and die. Like oh my it gosh. was really scary. <laughs> and the, um, you, you had the maggots too, right? Because Kate had said yeah. that those were like biting. They were biting. So I got bites. We had bites all over our bodies. Like I had them in my thong. Somehow they got in my thongs. It was so weird. Oh Cause God. I had on this like, really fitted shirt tucked in and somehow they got down my pants. They were literally biting me. I had bite marks for almost like a week afterwards. Like they, and it's these little bites that are just like itchy and like a rash kind of, it was really not fun. I will say that it was just, and it wasn't just maggots. It was like, it was like maggots and like, um, Oh my God, these like cockroaches and like these other bugs. There was like three types of bugs that they dropped on us. And when they show the clip, because because of time, obviously they can't show the whole thing, but it was because we were in there for a really long time. They dropped a lot of bugs on us. So like when Andy looked like they were really about to quit, like they were done. Like that was like it for them. Like it was, you know, I really think that if it was five more minutes that Andy would have been like really done, done. So I was really happy that we got it. (laughs) That's really like, that's horrific. I keep saying I got murdered at the perfect time because I truly would not have been able to do that. And I would have, I would have major like PTSD and trauma. I got to ask Andy if they have like (laughs) any trauma from that cabin. I know that that was rough. I bet Andy does not ever want to go into a cabin in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Again, what were you guys thinking it was going to be from the outside? Um, I, okay, just because I'm like a horror fan freak, I thought it was going to be a, like, um, what are they called? Like the, you know, those like Tower of Terror, like things that they do at Halloween time where there's like someone inside, like, you know, with like a costume on and they're going to scare you. Mm -hmm. It's going to like look like a bunch of dead people or something. And I, they do that in Big Brother. They, they bring them into like a dark room and you don't know who's yeah. alive. You have to feel your way around. Is that what exactly. you're talking about? I w- yeah, exactly. Like one of those like weird horror, like, uh, you know, like those, those horror like uh, attractions you go to at Halloween time. Yeah, yeah like, got it. Yeah, that yeah. would have made sense. And that I thought someone was going to jump out with like a chainsaw. And, like <laughs> yeah. and I would kept thinking in my head, I was like, this is going to be kind of hilarious because it's like just I literally filmed – a horror, and and of course Kate caught, caught on to that one. Um, I filmed a horror movie right in a cabin, so I kept thinking in my head like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be just like that horror movie I filmed." <laughs> Wait, I need to watch this horror movie. What is this? Oh my god, it's so bad. It's called X Man Two. <laughs> no, I am gonna be obsessed with this. I'm watching this tomorrow. I'm literally so excited. <laughs> X-Man 2. X-Man 2. I'm literally... Oh, he's writing it down. We're... Uncle no, Phil's writing it down. We oh, my like God. It's so bad, y'all. Movies. It's like... Okay, so I chest bump uh, Sarah Abrams in it. It's really funny. No, I mean, you it's... are lying to me. She's not in it. 
Oh, she's in it, and she's like a big character in it. It's hilarious. It wait, is I'm, hilarious. We're literally watching I, it tomorrow. No, I can't I wait. I need to watch it tonight. My, like, yeah. Oh my god. Falled off. Oh yeah, and it, it's like a super campy 1980s style like horror film. It's wait, really where can we watch it? I think it's on Amazon. It used to be. I don't know if it's on Amazon anymore. I actually don't know where. Um, where. I think we, I mean, I watched it on Amazon when I watched it. Great. So that's where we're watching it. We're well, watching it tonight. I can tell you that Tubi has a lot of those horror flicks like yeah, that. Yeah, Tubi, it might, you're right. That's true. Tubi has a lot of really bad horror movies. Wow. <laughs> it's um, really bad. Like, I have two really, really quick. I have one more question about the cabin. I have some questions. So, okay. oh, oh my God, we have so many questions for you. Okay. So <laughs> I want you to paint the picture of when they first dropped the bugs on your head. Did you know it was coming or was it genuinely just taking you like completely by surprise? Oh, well, a hundred percent when they first did it, it was by surprise because oh my God. we were in there and I was literally, I was looking at that thing. And at that time, once I'm in the cabin, I'm assuming it's a, an escape room. Like we kind of mm-hmm. got the hint. It was an escape room pretty quick. And, um, then I thought that room was just like, I didn't think there'd be anything in that room. I just thought it was like a regular old room. And then they dropped the bugs on you and you're just like, Oh my gosh. But (laughs) how did that work? Were there like people dropping it? I guess so. I mean, they probably were like above our heads. Honestly don't know because we were staring at the, the pound sign hashtag. I don't know what I kept thinking. You're so like, in it. You're not like busy looking up at where the bugs be, right. are coming from. Because no, you, you, it was like, is there anything brown? Like a hashtag brown? Mm-hmm. Like a num- a pound sign? I was like, is it a telephone thing? And then like, I was screaming it over to Stephanie. I was like, oh, it's a number because we had a code. I was like, I need a number. And then I wasn't even thinking. I get so laser focused on things that I'm doing in these competitions. Like, I literally. I don't think I even thought about the bugs above me. Like, I don't think I thought about anything that was going on except unlocking that code and making Andy feel okay. You could tell that's you go into like a zone and that was what was so exciting to watch. Like, especially as a a reality TV fan, like I've been watching these shows for forever. I've been watching you on big brother for forever. So to see you like go into the zone, it was just like, (laughs) Oh my God, this is the Rachel Riley that we love, like that we fell in love oh, with on TV. You. Like it was your moment. But th- that moment. episode. Moment. Why did you say moment like that? I don't know. What do you moment. mean? <laughs> I didn't I don't know. I didn't mean it. Whatever. Moment. So it was your moment. But I feel like it was just so, like you could tell that you didn't care. Like you were laser focused, like you said. But something else that I noticed when we were re- when we were rewatching, which I keep repeating, um, was yeah. Wait, like we don't. We, I know, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, we were so, rewatched it. Um, a lot of the like the other girls, Kate and Sari, they would go into a, even though you were in a very small room, they would go into like a really tight corner of that room, and the bugs, the droppings would like follow them into that corner. So like oh. that's why we were asking okay. about what was going on above you because we were like, were there people dropping them? Because even if you moved, it looked like the droppings moved with you and dropped directly over your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Then there was probably, they were probably opening up a, like, like a set or something, you know, they probably opened up a door or something above us. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But I honestly never looked up once. So I would have never known. You were in your zone. That's it. Yeah. I I have a couple of questions. It was literally, I remember the production after the thing when they were like, 
you were so calm. <laughs> I was like, I just, that's what I do. I was like, that's how I do it. Yeah. <laughs> I go and I'm so into these like competitions. I'm yeah. just like, can't think of anything else except like how to get out and how to like get through the situation. No, Rachel, it was really so impressive. Like that was, oh, I you. think that was the highlight of the series for me, honestly, aside from Angelica, oh <laughs> like aside from Angelica being on like that, mo- like that episode was amazing. And it was all Yeah, you. I did love episode eight. I thought it was like a very good arc, like a very dramatic like yep. storyline. And it was just like a really yeah. good, like the way they told the story for that episode was really good. Yeah. So I, I have a couple questions. Go for it. Yeah. All right. So what I noticed is in like episode one, there are props there. Did you bring those props in or were they, were they, were they set up around the castle? Like the eyeglasses, you know, the... Well, I brought binoculars, I brought a microscope, or not microscope, a magnifying glass, and I brought, um, uh, like, a compass with a magnifying glass, and then I brought, I brought a bunch of, like, like, ridiculously random things, because I kept thinking in my head, like, I don't don't know what we're going to be getting into, and, like, it's a mystery, so I'm like, I'm going to need binoculars, because I'm going to need to see things, I'm going to need, like, a magnifying glass, because I'm going to need to, like, read Mm -hmm. things. And like, I brought all these like random things, but the thing I was picking up in the very beginning of the first episode, that like statue or something that was theirs. And then I think those like binoculars that were in the room where I like see Fergus chasing a, uh, was it a peacock? I guess Fergus was chasing a peacock. Yeah. That was like in the room too. Fergus. (laughs) Fergus is so iconic. Fergus is the best, right? Fergus is so iconic. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I wanted to ask you now, as far as paranoia, what was more, uh, what do you get crazier and more, Big Brother or The Traders? Gosh, I don't know. Like, I think like my first season of big brother was like really hard but after that i feel like i wasn't as paranoid but the traders was just hard because you can't save yourself so like at least on big brother i never felt like i always felt like if it was if i went home it was my fault like if i mess up like it's obviously my fault like I could have won a HOH. I could have won a veto. I didn't win. You know, I had two opportunities to stay in the game. And then the third opportunity is like convincing people to stay. So I always felt like, okay, well, this is obviously like my, my doing, but like on the traders, it doesn't feel like you have any control over anything. So I think it's like, just, it's really hard because you have to give control up and I'm just not good at like at giving up control. That makes sense. 
Yeah. Is that what you felt like too, Angelica? Um, yeah, I, I, you have zero control in the game. You have zero control over what people, like people are going to think what they're going to think. And it's, yeah. it's really hard to just not be able to trust anyone too. Like I feel like in, I never played Big Brother, but I feel like in Big Brother, you can have people who you have 100% trust in. Whereas right. this, you never really know. Right. Yeah. yeah. But you know what else? Like going back to what you said about having an opportunity to save yourself. I think about how much Big Brother changed from season one to now. And I feel like the game of the traders is going to evolve. And I feel like we're going to see that. Like, I think that's one of the ways that it's going to evolve in the seasons to come. I feel like they will give you an opportunity to save yourself. Um, you think so? I do. The- I do. I, I hope so. Because I do think that that was one of the things that the show was missing. Yeah, I mean, I would love to have had the opportunity, but on the um, the Dutch version, I keep getting confused with the Dutch or Danish, but it's the Dutch version, the one that was the Das Vederes. Um, that one, they continued to like only have like the same amount of safety for all, like they're on their third season. So there's like no safety. It's just more of like a, you know, if the traders are doing weird things kind of thing. You know what I saw that, uh, I saw this somewhere. I thought it was a good idea. If they were to, instead of having missions where you're all trying to make money for the pot, you're competing essentially for immunity. Um, I feel like that, that could would be, be great. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be great because that's like your chance to save yourself. And the traders right. want to win it too because they don't right, want 100%. a faithful to they win it. They don't want us to have a immunity. Yeah. Right. So I love that. And so then, well, who would get murdered? Or would like it be like a group that had a no, uh, it would still be the same in terms of the traders would still murder people and you would still banish people, but you all play and you're competing against each other instead of with each other. And whoever oh, wins that co- okay. the mission wins immunity. They can't but, be murdered or banished. But they kind of did that with the, the daggers or whatever. Yeah, but the, the shield the, was the like, uh, it was like still luck. The shield needs a little, like the details of the shield still need a little bit of an ironing out, mm-hmm. you know? Like I just feel like it's a little yeah. janky. Like we vote who goes in it. Remember Cody got the first shield, but they didn't even show any of that. Now okay, I, guess- I, have a, I, I have a lot of like you and Sari and Stephanie based questions. Obviously, n- I don't think anyone knew that you guys had filmed Snake in the Grass prior to going on the Traders. Uh, so I feel like that's why you, Stefan- you and Stephanie had a very strong alliance in the castle. But also yeah. you and Sari, and I feel like that's why when Sari had voted you, it like really struck something. Yeah. So, well, yes and no. So the thing is, like, yes, it definitely, Snake in the Grass, we had just filmed in December. And that was, like, really fresh. We had, we kept in touch. We didn't know, like, I swear, like, not just saying this for, like, PR or anything. Like, I honest to God did not know they were going to be on the show. Like, we had not talked about it. Like, you know, on Big Brother, everyone's texting everyone when we get called for something. Well, like, what, who were we going to, I wasn't even thinking about texting them you know what I mean yeah so like we hadn't even thought about talking about it or anything so I had no idea they were gonna be there so as soon as I saw them we were like oh my gosh like it's just an unspoken bond like we can totally like I don't even have to you know you don't even have to think twice like I've got you so 
I knew a hundred percent I could trust Stephanie because she was a snake and she was really bad at lying. So I knew she was not a traitor. Oh, and then, nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that makes sense. It made, yeah. And so to me, it was like so obvious that like Stephanie was not a traitor because when she was a snake, she was so sketchy. Like she was the worst yeah. snake ever. And, uh, <laughs> when she, and she couldn't have been a traitor because she was a, a really bad snake. So it, it would be obvious. And then with Sari, I wasn't sure, and I just kind of thought in my head, like, Sari's got my back. Even if she is a traitor, I felt like she could have my back and I could work with her. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even care. And I, I had a conversation with Sari where I was like, uh, do you think Steph's a traitor? I just want to put it out there. If she was a traitor, like, it's probably better for our game because, like, you know, we could work with the traitors. And she's like, yeah, for sure. I don't think she's a traitor though. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think she's a traitor either, but I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, so like you like put it out there. That <laughs> That's smart. That's really smart. Yeah. But then like, I don't think I ever thought she was because she told me, she told me she was not a traitor. And so I just kind of believed like face value at that. I was like, she's obviously not going to just like flat out lie to me, my face. And then I was like, it's a game, but like, I don't think like I'm usually good at telling when people are lying to me. So I just didn't think she was a traitor. Um, and then so when when three ended up voting for me, the thing at that point, I think I was going through so many emotions. But with three, I was definitely hurt because of snake in the grass. And then also because three is her own person and she will not she's not a go with the group kind of person. Yeah. So for me that was like a tell that she was obviously a traitor and that she was doing this Yep. because I was like, Oh my gosh, that was just for me. Like my friend lied to me. My friend is like voting me out. And my friend is like totally backstabbing me because she's obviously a traitor. Right. So I'm like, I know it's a game, but like, it still hurts. Like it sucks. Right. Um, cause there's that personal connection there. And like, that's what yeah. I was saying. Like, I try to put on a front, like it is just a game and I try to act like it's, you know, whatever, we're just doing this, but that's, I am emotional and I do form personal relationships with people. And so it's hard because in a game like that, you know, you, you only have so much to go off of. And when you're right. hanging out and you're playing every day and you're doing all these things with these people, like you do start to really, you know, like and you enjoy their company and you care about them. And I know Sari, if, if she was a faithful, she would have like voted for me to stay. Like she right. wouldn't have cared. Yeah. Right. She would have fought for me to stay. She would have voted for me to stay. She would have been there to like, yep. you know, and so at that point I was like, well, she's obviously a traitor. And like, I got played and you know, there goes my game, you know, <laughs> it's just yeah. like whatever. But um, I think that was really hard, but that's why whenever, um, whenever Brandy called out, Stephanie was like, Stephanie said this thing about you or whatever. I was like, Stephanie is, yeah. would not talk about me. So like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you I knew you were right so, and I, re- I actually literally remember that moment clear as day because I was like, ha- I think someone said, well, how are you so confident? And you were like, I just know. And we were like, yeah. whoa, okay. Like. That, but right. we, we didn't understand the relationship. You so know? you might have thought it was a traitor right. kind of behavior because you're like, yeah, I'm the like, fact well, that how does so she confident. know? No, that's exactly what happened. I, I think it was Kate who was like, but how and why are you so confident in that? Because you're both traitors. 
Huh. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense in that kind of game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, Rach, you, sm- you spoke about like being emotional as if it was like a negative thing, I felt like. And I just wanted to say I loved that you were so emotional in the end because oh, I you. feel like you fought so hard tooth and nail to the very end and we don't see that on reality tv that much anymore a lot of times we see people roll over and just like die but you yeah. fought so hard and i love even that. up until everybody's answers were locked like she was still alan's walking in and she's still like <laughs> when, i'm yeah. a vote. faithful you can when, change your vote when yeah. um when quentin said i feel like you could tell a lot of person about a person with uh their character when they're under pressure And I was like, I wanted to say to him, like, do you watch reality TV? Like, do you know that this is what it's about? It's about fighting for your spot in this game. No matter what it takes, you'll fight to be there. That's what you did, Rachel. So like, I feel like if you ever for a second felt like it was anything negative, strip that away because I was totally here for every minute of it. I thought it was great. No, and I didn't think it was. And I was trying to explain Part of that was me trying to also explain to them, like, I am emotional. I do feel, because Annie kept saying, it's a game. You treat it like it's a game. And I was like, yeah, I do. But, like, I do have the feeling, like, of emotional, relate. like, I've made a personal relationship with you. And I have emotions. And I'm not just, like, a stone-cold, like, person that's just standing here, like, doesn't care. I was like, I... I do care. And I, I do feel these emotions, the same things that you're feeling. And I think like Andy just, it was maybe it was too late or whatever, but yeah. And that must've been really hard with Andy because from what was shown on TV, I wasn't there at this point, but you know, you went through this mission with Andy and now yeah. it almost seems like the conversation at the round table was going one way and Andy almost opens it back up. Um, yeah, that's about right. About you. We were watching it and I was like, I didn't even catch that the first time. Watching you handled it. it so good, Rachel. You were literally like, Okay, who has doubts of me being a traitor? Bring it out right now. Get it out in the open. And everyone like said their piece and then you like squashed all of their things one at a time. And then you were like, anybody else? Nope. Okay, great. And then Andy like brought it up again. That's kind yeah. of how it went. And like continued and well, that the That is how it went in the sh- in like the round table too because we were all sitting there and I was like, are we I thought we were voting out Kate. And then um we Stephanie and I were like, okay, well maybe we need to go after Christian, but we just knew we didn't have the vote. And, mm. um, I think we were both just like, okay, well let's just go out, you know, try to get Kate out. And then everyone I thought was on the same page. And then, yeah, Andy brought it up about how I looked at it like a game and this, that, and the other thing. And, um, cause Kate had said like something weird. Like we were, um, I, t- I called Kate aside like that day and I was like, Hey, look, like, let's have a talk. You know, I want to try to figure this out. Like, I was trying everything I could that day to, like, talk to every – I pulled Quentin aside. I pulled everyone aside to try to talk to them to see, like, if we could figure it out because I did not want to go home, and I thought my name was getting thrown out there. And so I was like, okay, let's try to see what's going on. And Kate was just like, I think the traders are greedy, and they're this and they're that. And so I did say, like – I was like, Kate, calm down. It's it's literally a game. The traders are like told that they have to like be a trader. Right. Like they're not greedy. And I was like, and maybe they are, but like we're all trying to win money, right? And uh, then Kate used that against me, of course. Right. And so I think that that like oh, had that's really where messed the whole, that up. Like you feeling like it's a game came from. Yeah. It's... Yeah. 
Wow. And now I think that you... that's where that all came from. And then uh, because Ari was recruited and I didn't know that. So I think that was a big problem too, because Ari was always like my person. You see, even in the day before Ari was like in the thing when he got recruited or maybe it was the same day, but anyways, he's like in the thing. He's like, Oh, well I got Rachel, you know, like Ari knew that like I trusted him completely. Right. And so it was like, you know, really, really crazy when he had like turned on me and then I was like, I think that that also Andy trusted Ari. And so it was a big problem because then Ari was like, well, maybe it is Rachel. Right. So. Were right. you very surprised to see that Kate wasn't a traitor though? I, yes, I was convinced Kate was a traitor for so, and I don't know if you saw this Angelica, but I thought, okay. The, you remember the note debacle? Like, yes, that, that was so weird. Okay. That was like, traitor flag yeah and then i mean that was like and we have so little to go off on in these games right so like that was a red flag to me and then when brandy got voted out and we realized brandy was a faithful i thought oh my god kate must have been pulling brandy's like you know pulling the strings or whatever and then the biggest thing for me angelica was when cody okay so you were me you and kate were on trial and you were crying and Cody immediately went over to you. And then Kate immediately went over to you and then Shelby. And so I was like, okay, they all must feel guilty that they're making Angelica cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and it's uh... funny. So that morning, uh, no, not yeah. The, the morning of the trial, either that morning or the morning before me me, Kate, Cody, and Shelby, the reason that that had happened, and I'm pretty sure it was the morning of, so just a few hours prior, me, Kate, Cody, and Shelby were in the car together, and we made, like, a true, like, alliance. We were like, all right, like, this is it. Like, we trust everyone in here. This is our alliance. This is who we're going to be working with. So, like, I don't even remember that they had come over to me, but I remember that moment prior, so it makes sense that you're saying that those were the three that came up to me. Yeah. And that, to me, was a big sign. It just felt like Kate had so many signs. Right. Which, of course, you know, I, I should have been more, like, Christian was so obvious. And then, like, Sari was probably obvious because she didn't do anything, right? She had no signs. So it was almost like those two were, like, should have been more obvious. But, like, I really thought, and I don't know, Angela, if you thought this too, but I really thought Christian was just like a van lifer. Like, I thought that was his personality. I thought he was goofy and like, oh no, you know, the night before I got murdered, I literally said to Christian, I know you're a traitor. Just please don't murder me. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm never going to say your name. I legitimately said that to him while we were waiting, like in the bar room. Oh shit. Do you think that's why he murdered you? Probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not the smartest. Did, you see did, did he say that that's why he murdered you? No, he said no. He, I don't think he remembered that, but oh, okay. I, I, we had him on the podcast and I, I reminded him of that moment and I don't remember what he said to it. Um, but to your point, Rachel, what Kate was doing was very Dr. Will behavior. Like the right. all of it was all very red flags. I would have thought that she was a traitor too if I were you. And I, I thought I because thought it made sense. I, no, and see, I thought the complete opposite. I'm like, Kate is such a genius. There's no way that if she was a traitor, she'd be writing and dropping notes in the castle. There's just no way. See, and I thought because I thought what Tommy said. I thought she was such a Dr. Will, and then she would always be like send me home. I hate you all. Yep. I don't even want to be here. And so I was like, 
guy. Like she's literally a traitor. Like that's yeah. exactly what Dr. Will would do. That's yep. exactly like how I thought she would play the game. Cause I was like, nobody that is actually here to win money is going to say like, vote me out, send me home. A hundred percent. But you know what? Seeing interviews of Kate, I also understand her point that she was like, I don't believe in our group anymore. I don't think we're going to win. I think I'm busting my back for, for a group of traders. I think that they're going to win. So like, yeah. why am I doing this? I get that perspective too, but I would have also thought she, didn't she was a traitor. I explain it. That's the thing. Like mm. to me, she never explained it. When I even, I'm telling you, I went over it. I tried so hard, so hard to like, to get something out of her yeah. that was not like pointing fingers at her. And I was like, just, I was like, tell me what you're doing. Like, why are you playing like this? Why do you have the note? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? And every time she would just be like, I just don't want to be here. I just don't care. I just like, I'm over it. And I think you're a traitor. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and she like literally just, I think she just thought I was a traitor and she was so convinced I was a traitor, but you know what? Crazy. I, said in my round table I said to them that I was like okay like production is literally not going to have two big brother people as traders I was like so that should be the biggest uh, tell I'm not a yes a hundred percent you're that was you were a hundred percent right yeah <laughs> yeah totally how did they not realize that too like looking back I don't I I have no clue and uh, I also like don't understand how like I know like Quentin and Andy were not gamers. So maybe that's why, but like looking back, like I was thinking in my head, like even Kate, she's like been on reality TV and like, she should know production is not going to have two people that were from the same show be on, you know, like both be traders. Right. right. You know what we talked about last week, Rach, do you remember this when Kate did the whole like rule stipulation with I'm yes. a traitor, are you a traitor? And then Stephanie walked into the room and like Kate was pressuring her to say that she's a traitor because traitors can't say they're traitors. Do you remember that? Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. We were talking about that last week and it was just such like a funny little thing that I had completely forgot about until we started talking about it. That was it. smart on her, on her part. That was really good. It was right. smart, right? I know it was really yeah. smart and it was funny because uh, Sari was outside with us, and the whole time Sari was like, "Oh, we don't, we don't have to play this game. This game is stupid. We sh we can't do this game." And like then Kate was like, "No, because if someone's like they're breaking the rules and blah blah." And like I was like, "Oh man!" But then I thought there must be something that Kate would because Kate was the one that was like pressuring everyone to do that. That was another thing I thought was weird because mm -hmm. I was like, "Why would she go around trying to get everyone to say they're not a traitor?" Like. Of course, everyone's going to say they're not a traitor. Right. <laughs> Have you and Kate spoke since the airing of the show? Like, what terms are you on now? Yeah, we um, saw each other in New York, and we we're both just like, oh, what happens in the castle stays in the castle. And, like, she's lovely. Like, Great. we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun in New York. She's pregnant. She's super cute. Um, no, I really enjoy her company. I think, I think if we would have seen a little bit more eye to eye, we probably would have gotten along. And I think, you know, um, it's like – eye-opening for me because I was like so convinced she was a traitor so I think you know if I do go into another game like this again I do need to kind of like try a like maybe communicate better and like try a little bit harder and I just it's so hard in these games because you just you know you do let your emotions get in the way 
100%. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, so I, I got I to jump in here real quick with a question. So, it looks, watching the show, the traders really have a big advantage, right? And then, especially when they bring Ari on that late in the game. I don't know. Do you think that? What do you think about that? Do you think that's fair? Like that Ari thing really bothered me that late in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think like that's the name of the game, right? Like we we sign up to go in here and like we don't know who's going to be a trader, who's not, and so I think it's like the traders know who the faithfuls are, but like it has to be like it really did wear on Cody, so it has to be hard for them. Yeah, and then with 100%. the with the Ari thing, like that was dicey because Ari I see what I know why he picked to join the traders but like like I'm telling you like he and I were really close and like he was really close with Andy and I felt like he was you know getting closer with most of the other people but like to lie like boldface lie to like you know my faith and work against me I think that probably and maybe he didn't care because he's like this money is for my family I don't care about this but like you know, we saw in the last episode, like, you know, he, it was really hard for him to do that to Andy. So I think it probably, that's probably the hardest trader, like we're bringing in that end of the game. Right. Like, I think it's probably is the hardest. I mean, there's only like, two weeks left. Could you Sari... imagine working with someone the whole time and then just turning on them? Sari played it masterfully. She really oh, did. Sari's like, so good. She's like the best. I mean, honestly, she's like the best gamer. Like Queen Suri, right? Like she played the best game. Like people in 10 seasons are going to talk about three. Oh, games. yeah. Did you notice the blinking thing that a lot of people are talking about? Because I had an in the castle, but now watching it back, it's so apparent. What is it? What blinking thing? That. I, but I yeah, I'll go fill first word up and then I seen it a bunch of times on Twitter. Go ahead. So when she was, there was only a few times they showed that people were pressing her a little bit. Are you a traitor? And she gets like, she puts uh, her back up and just blinks. And yeah, she blinks a lot as she's speaking while she's lying. Like a lot. Like not just like a few where it's like could be regular blinking. You know what I mean? Oh, like she has a tell. Yeah, yeah. she has a and full I, and I, tell. I picked it out. <laughs> Not <laughs> just you, as did half of the world who watched it. Uh-huh. <laughs> How interesting. I mean, I obviously didn't notice that, but like, you know, they said, we, you know, on Snake in the Grass, we learned that liars have tells. <laughs> yep. That's right. But like, uh, that's, that is funny, like that she had a blinking thing. I would have not, I don't know if I would have picked up on that 
To yeah, I would have never in the moment. I would have never picked up on that. No. I don't that's think what you're I supposed to be either. doing. And I think like, I think it was going to take me a Cody moment to pick up on someone be someone else being a traitor. Like, uh, legitimately, that is. So there are certain. Mo- I have a really bad memory, but there are certain moments in during my time in that castle that are like burned and engraved in my head. And the you and Cody fight at the round table is God, like so, so mo- <laughs> moment for moment engraved in my head. I'm like I knew they weren't gonna play because we were just arguing so much about Big Brother but I kind of felt like it was such a like I wish they would have played it <laughs> yeah it, it was it was it would have been great TV I keep saying if they were to just air these roundtable sessions they'd do better than the show oh I mean like the roundtable sessions were so good and they were just like so awkward and like Tommy, like, imagine walking into the, I mean, I'm sure Angelica's told you this a million times, but walking in and hearing the freaking hanging tree, like, Jennifer Lawrence singing the hanging tree, and then, like, it's freezing cold in that room, so you're just, like, in this, like, full, they put you in this full, like, fight or flight. I mean, it's, like, crazy. It's, like, totally psychological. That sounds insane. Truly. He would not be able to handle it. He can't handle, like, confrontation like that. Yeah, no, I I don't do well with that. I I would have a very hard time. It was so crazy. The the roundtables were so hard. And you can't get emotional at the roundtables. Because the second you're, like, overly emotional or the second you're, like, you know, uh, you start to, like – like sway people are like oh you're clearly a traitor and then also like you can't put blame on more than one person because they're like why are you trying to put blame on you know this person and why are you trying to put blame on this person and and it's why like are you trying okay. to throw throw mud at the wall and hope it sticks <laughs> yeah. literally like eight times yeah dude it was like and Quentin's reads were so off. It was oh, like, he oh never God. once. He had the worst faithfuls. The entire, the entirety of the show, he never once voted for a traitor. No. Never once, no. down to his second green flame, never once voted for a traitor. I know. I don't understand how in that. I cannot wait for a reunion. I really hope we do one. I, I do not understand how in that moment when Sari puts the first flame in and they get rid of Ari, how they're just not like. That was weird. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how are they not, like, questioning it at all? And even if, even if they're horrible at math, even if they're, like, questioning, oh, we got the third traitor out, they knew someone was recruited. Right? So, like, you guys, there's literally another traitor. Like, how are you so bad? Well, they had, we had spoken to them. At, well, I had spoken to Andy and they had thought that it was there was a big possibility that Amanda was a traitor. So they thought they had all of them. I know, but you know, they still you, I guess you like Andy, get in your head. Andy said that they were asking production multiple times and production would never clarify if Amanda was a traitor or not. So they never no one knew if Amanda was a traitor, so they they just assumed that she was. Is kind of how they, it went. They thought that they were scrambling because Amanda had gotten COVID and it would have ruined the game if all the faithfuls knew a oh. traitor was removed without banishing them. So they thought that essentially so they, they were just saying Amanda was a faithful. They over, meanwhile, scrambling so behind that, the scenes. Andy looked into the game that much, but then couldn't figure out that production wouldn't have two Big Brother players as traitors. Right. <laughs> that, that's a great point, Rachel. <laughs> like, Rachel, if there was a reunion, who would you want to like clear some things up with? Like, who would you want to have a conversation with? 
I would love to talk to Andy and, and go ask what was going through their head. Cause it, it hurts me. And it's still like, I really don't care about game stuff. And honestly, like I could care less, but like, I do feel hurt by that because as yeah. a human, like we feel emotions toward people we care about. Right. I mean, so you, like, you know, I, I feel, feel emotions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cried every so I day in that emotions. castle. And then I would love to confront Quentin because I would, you know, really like to ask him about how he felt under pressure. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. No, I'm telling you, Rachel, like the way when he said that, it, I think you could tell a lot about a person when they, how they handle pressure. I was like, yeah, dude, oh my God, you have it. Not only do you, are your reads so backwards, but you have reality TV backwards. We live for people fighting yeah. tooth and nail. That was what right. you did. I, I right. just, I, yeah, I was, I, I was way off the Quinton ship when he said that, honestly, that was oh, the yeah, moment that sure. I lost it. Okay. I just want to ask you, cause we all have opinions on this. Do you like that? They dropped all 10 episodes at one time. You know, I will say like from the first second I heard they were dropping all 10 episodes at once, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like crazy. I, I couldn't imagine why anyone would do that for a competition show. But then I was like, well, you know, obviously I don't know the like Peacock algorithm and I don't know like how it works. And like, if it's, you know, whatever they think is best for the network, like I just trust them. Like I'm just a, you know, a member of the cast. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, after hearing how many people were talking about it the first and how many people binged it, like you guys binged it, like the five 30 AM you woke up and watched all 10 episodes. Like, yep. so I think it was smart because it created a conversation really quickly and it got a lot of buzz where people were like, Oh shit. Like everyone's talking about it. And so I wonder if that was like the strategy where it was like, they drop everything at once and like people just watched it like it was an event and it was like, Oh my gosh, this is like, give us more. Cause now people want more, you know? Yeah. I almost feel like essentially it evens out over time. Like well, I feel like it's, it's either it at once and then it's mass talked about and it reaches everybody that it would reach or it gets right. slow. It slowly builds up over time and it reaches the same people it would have reached. I don't know. I, I think maybe the numbers would have been a little bit more. I, I mean, the numbers were supposedly great. But maybe the numbers would have been a little bit more if it went weekly. But I think essentially it really doesn't make that much of a difference. Well, as podcasters, it matters. Right? Yes, yes. So, as podcasters, it matters. As yeah. following on social like media, press, clearly it matters. But then, but then if you think about it, like, okay, so yeah, podcasting, it definitely is hard because you can't podcast like all 10 episodes, like. You have to do like what Rob has podcasted. Like he literally did like watch an hour, do an hour, watch right. an hour, do an hour. But like that also generated buzz. So like I think it was all really smart. So like a really smart strategy for a new show because it generated so much buzz that people got so excited about it and everyone wanted to like talk about it and watch it. And um, it was it was hard because like my husband watched the whole thing in like two in the first two days and he was done with it before I was done with it but like by the same like everyone was on different pages basically or like different episodes but by the same token people were all talking about it like trying to catch up like are right. you on this episode are you there because they want to like have a conversation so I think it probably got more people interested um whereas I thought if they did drop like four episodes and or like a weekly even a weekly episode it might have gotten a slower 
like been a slower pace or maybe more people would have just like dropped off from watching it because you see a lot of shows especially competition shows people watch like the first episode and then they drop off and then they watch like the last episode you're 100 percent right yeah i wonder if it was just like a really smart strategy like they're just geniuses that's probably what it was (laughs) i think that i see that point i do i feel like me personally i kind of wish they did a four a four and a two like released it in three blocks but I also agree with you that, you know, I trust like the people that are higher up and that put, you know, that's their job to know these strategies and figure them out. So like right. maybe it it did create a huge conversation. I think Peacock got 20 million subscribers. They tweeted. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's- amazing. Right. And that means like, like not only are 20 million people, but like that means that all those people now are seeing that traders at the top of yep. the Peacock thing. Right. So like that, I feel like, that's huge. Like yeah. it just was like, I mean, it's crazy to me how, and how many people in the press were talking about it and how many people in like, you know, just Twitter was buzzing about it. Cause you know, Twitter doesn't really buzz about shows as much anymore. Like it's really hard to get like something trending on Twitter and yeah. the traders was trending. It's been trending for like two weeks. And I wonder if it, they wouldn't have dropped it so all quickly if it would have still been trending as much you know yeah that makes sense i do i get it yeah i don't feel like the first episodes like anything that blows someone away it's really I, like the last one yeah, so like, you just get to the point quicker yeah. that's it mm-hmm. um, you get hooked and like i think you get hooked in like episode three that's yeah. for me how yep. i got really hooked in like episode that's how three. i felt yeah yeah and i was like oh my god i have to know what's happening next and they just like have the best um like cutoffs where like at the end of the episode where you're like wait is that even the end of an episode right (laughs) yeah it all it's like one giant movie (laughs) yeah exactly it was like one long movie yeah um i have one more question that i want to ask you and then i don't know if you guys have any more but so in i like to think about how the game is going to evolve like future seasons because i'm so fascinated by the game itself and something that you said really like stuck with me and I wanted you to hear you elaborate more on it. So you, you mentioned that it doesn't matter if you work with the traders, like it's actually maybe even good to work with the traders un- unknowingly. Can you explain like your strategy behind that and like why you felt that way? Yeah. Well, so the game, because you don't have any safety as a faithful, the game is almost where you almost kind of have to play this like middle line, right? Like you want to be a little obnoxious or like loud, I guess, because you want to have a target on yourself. So people think you're a traitor. So you also don't want to have too big of a target because you don't want to get banished. So you don't want to like people to like think for a hundred percent you're a traitor. So you have to walk this like super fine line. So if you can figure out like, dude, Christian's obviously a traitor. Like you could use that to your advantage as a faithful where it's like, okay, you don't, you probably don't want to tell the trader you think they're a traitor because I think, I feel like the traders can't say they're a traitor. Right. So you can't like say, Hey, Christian, I know you're for sure a traitor. Tell me you're a traitor. Like he's not going to say I'm a traitor. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking like, if you could know for sure he's a traitor, then you could just be like, Hey, listen, like I want you to know I got your back a hundred percent. And like, no matter what, like I'll defend you that you're not a traitor and uh, like do the same for me, you know, keep me around. Cause I'm going to be good for your game. So you could play it like, like trying to get the trade. Like I said that to Cody too, when Cody was like, before Cody went home, I was like, 
I don't care if you're a traitor. If you're a traitor, use me and I will be on your side. Like work with me. And he yeah, never wanted I to love work. that. That's so that's such a different way of thinking and looking at the game. And I think yeah, it's like really like, cool and forward. Right, exactly. And you have to like think about it because like if you're not a traitor, then you have to kind of think about different ways that you could have a strategy where it's like, what is going to, what is going to make me useful to the traders so I don't get murdered. Right. right. Cause mm-hmm. every night someone's getting murdered. And so if you're not useful to traders, they're going to, you know, they'll murder you because there is no reason for them to keep like someone around that is a hundred percent a faithful. Cause then people are always going to be like, Okay, well, we all know Ryan Locke is 100% faithful. Yep, that's exactly, <laughs> yeah. and that's yeah. what, what happened would, with why Angelica. Why Ryan in the game when he's making friends with all the other faithfuls, you know? Yep. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. you got to get rid of that guy. Yeah. That's what happened with Angelica. They yeah. knew that she yeah. was a faithful, so there was no use for 100%. her anymore. There was no use. And when they had that trial, when it was all three of us on trial, is like, well, even though we made it so that Kate should have been murdered we almost what we did unknowingly angelica was like make it so that kate was like definitely not going to get murdered i know i know <laughs> right rage i'll never forget that morning with you the morning that no, i was murdered no we had so much fun we were both so nervous did you tell tommy what we did yeah, well, that you that you were dancing and I literally was just silently crying and you were really trying to lift my spirits. Like she was being so good about it. She just wanted me to be happy. Like we, she didn't, me, between me and her, you didn't know who was going. And no, 100%. I literally thought it was me because I thought. It was almost like a heart, like how Rachel was with Andy in the cabin. That's how Rachel was with me the morning of that I was getting Aww. murdered. Like she was just like putting her like selfish thoughts to the side and just like trying to lift my spirits. Literally. That's what it was like for two hours. Literally. We, and cause you were so sad. And I was like, what kind of music do you like? Let's listen to house. Can you play some more house music for us? <laughs> yeah, I do. I you love like, house. I was so like house dance. music. <laughs> yeah. and I, I remember like grabbing your hand and pulling you out of the chair and like making you dance with me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll never forget that. And I was like, I really thought it was for sure me. And I, but I also just didn't want you to be upset. Like I like just genuinely was so concerned cause you were so sad. And I was just like, yeah. Oh my God. You whatever, thought I was like, lying. Happened. You thought I had the shield. Yeah. I thought you did. Oh man. I swear to you. Like I tried so hard to convince people that I had that shield. And like, I thought if you could convince people you had the shield, they would be so confused that they wouldn't know who had the shield. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I did not. I was so bad at it. I met, I was sitting directly in front of Serena. I was like, I, I'm, that's it. I'm going to be murdered tomorrow. I know it. And then I got nervous because I knew she was a traitor. So I looked at her and I said, unless I have the shields, like so bad. <laughs> Oh my, oh my, what a good storyline would it have been if one of us had the shield, right? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that would have been so good. I know, it would have been so good. And it was like so random. That was the thing I hated about the shield. It was so random because you had like a chance to go in there, but like you only had like a one in seven or one in three or, you know, it was just like, it was just a chance. It was like the luck of the game. It was yeah. not like you couldn't, it wasn't like a solid, like you could save yourself and you had a chance like one in three to like, go save yourself, like playing another game or something. It was just like literally the luck. Like, right. Ugh, what was, was meant to be? 
But the shield room was cool. That room was really cool. I don't feel like they showed that room enough because it didn't look as cool on TV as it was. No, looked. yeah, it did not. And I... also, I felt like when we opened the magic door or the secret door, whatever, and we walked through, I felt like they didn't really sh- like make oh, it Oh, they feel didn't show that... like that it was the bookcase, right? Right. No, I don't think they showed that at all. Yeah. Because uh... they didn't even show us opening up. They just show us, like, walking into the room. Right, right. And it was the secret door that Ryan was looking for. Right. It Literally. I know. It was, like, it was crazy because, Tommy, when we were in the house, like, going into that shield room was such a – or in the castle, whatever, such a fun experience because it was, like – it felt like it was almost like a – Like Pandora's box? Yes. <laughs> like Pandora's box. Yes. 100%. Aww. Wow. So crazy. It was really cool. I wish that – like, I hope in – future seasons of the traders that they release like some behind the scenes footage that you can pay more for or something like that. Like you spoke about like the round tables, like if we could see those round tables play out, like you pay more for that or something. I feel like there's a, there could be a good amount of money in that. You know, you never know at like one of these reunions that they might not just play. You're right. Yeah. You're so right. They do that a lot. Remember with love is blind. They played that whole extra behind the scenes production clip. Yeah. The cuties yep. clip. Yeah. Wow. You um, never know. So we might get like, if we get a reunion, we might get some like juicy extra clips or we might even get like some behind the scenes stuff. Like they might even just so, cause you know, at reunions, they make them super cute too. Like there's like obviously drama, but they also do some like lighthearted moments. Mm-hmm. So they might just show like fun moments like that we had together as a group, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hope that happens. We'll see what we'll see what the future yeah. has in store. Yeah, but no one can take away from you both that you were in the original <laughs> cast of a brand new reality show. Yeah, it's so cool, right? And not, not just a brand new reality show, like a super successful brand new reality show. Like, yep. it blows my mind. It's crazy. Like, I feel like this is you know the reception that Big Brother got the very first year, like yeah. or Survivor, right? One hundred percent. Like, everyone's so excited about it, and everyone's so excited for another season. I was doing an interview with the, one of the journalists, I can't remember, who's, like, Hollywood Life or something, and they were like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be cool if they did, like, two seasons a year like Survivor does? And I was like, wow, that act, that would be super cool, right? Like, yeah. I mean, but, like, people are, it's it, it's such a, a in-demand kind of show where, like, I feel like if they did two seasons a year, people would still be really excited and want to watch the whole thing, especially if there's another shot, you know, two. Oh, Oh, you want to get on it? Rachel, we need him on something (laughs) so bad. Oh yes. Can we get Tommy on the traders? No, we need uncle Phil on a show. Oh, uncle Phil. Yes. (gasps) Uncle Phil, you'd be really good. I wonder, I think they'll still do a half and half. I wonder if they'll do a mix or if they'll do all celebrities, all reality. Angelica, honest opinion. How do you think that you, would you want to see, all celebrities or would you want to, would you want to play with half and half again? Like, so I was on a podcast this week and they asked me that question. And while filming, I loved that it was half and half, but now being out, I do feel like it took away a lot from the new faces. Okay. Like the storyline. 
Yeah, just the storyline. Like, I, you don't see me play the game for one millisecond. You see me cry a few times. You see me on trial. You see me in the missions. But I, I, I was very much playing the game, and I had, I had to read back my journal to like clarify exactly and make sure I wasn't going crazy. And I, I, I feel like it took away from us a little bit. But it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason, and the way it's supposed to. Yeah, for sure. Well, do you think that like. Like, uh, do you think it took away, like, not took away from the half and half, but do you think it was because there's 20 people that there's just so, and there's only 10 episodes and two people go home essentially each episode. So do you no, think it was just because, like, because you don't think it was because there's 20 people? We're watching the Australia version right now and there's 24 people on it and it is amazing oh. and you know everyone. It's crazy. Oh, okay. The, if you, uh, we have a website that you can watch the Australia version for free. All 10 episodes are on it. Rach, you gotta watch it. It's insane. Ooh, okay. I'll have to watch it. I it's know I have so to watch good. the UK version still too. I haven't. I know. I need to watch the UK, but you need a stupid VPN for that. I know. Well, I heard like the UK one might be coming to Peacock as well, but. Oh, probably, that, really, would that would make sense. That would be great. But I the know, Australia version is sick. You gotta watch it. I'm going to send you this website when we hang up. Yeah, that would be so cool because I feel like everyone wants to watch the UK version too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I hear it's really good. I mean, and they had 20 people and I heard that you learn about the characters more Right, as and well. there were no reality stars, so. Yeah. But yeah, although I, I will say, like, I understand why it was half and half and I felt like it was it was a fun mix because yeah. I felt like it's fun that there was reality stars because some of us knew how to play games and some right. of us were no, dramatic loved- and some of us were like, you know, Ryan Lochte and silly. Right. right. And, uh, well, and I thought it played well with the people that they cast. Yeah. While I was playing, I absolutely loved it. I yeah. Really that did. was what you were saying. Like you felt like while you were playing, it didn't, you didn't feel like it, it I affected didn't feel it the at all. Separation you didn't at feel a all. separation, but in the marketing of the show, they very much wanted to push the reality stars because yeah. they knew that that was what would get eyes uh, on the show in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you could see that even in the editing. I feel yeah. like they focus yeah. a lot on the reality stars, which it makes sense for their, it's their first season. That was their like strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I would get what I would. But there in, was, I did not feel that separation by any means while in the castle. In the future, no, like for future I. episodes, I think it would be great to have five and 15, five reality stars, 15 new faces because oh, okay. reality fans really love to get to know new people. They want to get to know new gamers. So I yeah. feel like that would be fun to watch. But I also think that it's exciting to see your favorite reality right. stars come back as well. Yeah. I just think 10 and 10, it like was... You, you can't focus on anything but the reality stars when you have 10 and 10, you know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, because even though, like, Reza was gone so quick, like, I felt yeah. like, I mean, he definitely had some good, like, one-liners in the first episode, but, like, he was gone so quick. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. So, I, really I don't know. I love the reality. Well, now Angelica, you're reality star, so. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Crazy. So now you come back. You're like a. You know, you're one of the ten reality stars returning. <laughs> now we just need Uncle Phil, and we're we're good. We're and then all the, set. And then all three of us are reality stars <laughs> on the podcast. Right. I'm a, I'm a half reality star. Why? Well, mean? y'all want to know what's circle. crazy, and I think we're announcing this tomorrow. So I don't know when you're announcing your podcast. I'll let you know if you have to edit this out, but. Tomorrow, I know not for Uncle Phil, but in general, I'm going to start casting the new um, Bachelor 
for for Golden Bachelor, I guess is what they're calling it. And what oh my is God. it? What's Golden Bachelor? Oh my God. It's going to be, they're announcing, I think they announce it tomorrow. So it's going to be so epic. They've been doing like advertisements during The Bachelor for it, but it's for 55 and over uh, <gasps> females we, and males Rachel, to date. We, we have Rachel, people we for have, you. you. You already have a girl that's getting on. You have a woman that's on. Oh, perfect. I mean, and it's going to be so freaking cute. They Their idea, and like legitimately, it is the producers of The Bachelor, but like I believe them. Their idea is that they want it to go back to like the first Bachelor where it was like very cute and wholesome and like we all rooted for the love. And yep. um, so they want it to be like very, I mean, it's, they can't make it like sleazy. There's not going to be someone on there no. that's like, I'm Princess Cassie and I'm here to fuck everyone's world up, you know? So <laughs> yeah. like, it's definitely, I think it will be cute because like, um, it's just going to be like a bunch of grandmas dating and they're good. The stories I bet are going to be so good. Like no. I'm already crying. Like we have 27,000 applications or maybe 2,700, right? 2,700. But still, that's a lot. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Rachel, I'm telling you, I actually feel like this is a sign because literally at Sunday dinner today, our oh aunt God. is newly single. First of all, <gasps> we, have, we have two, two and women for you. she's stunning. She's stunning. She, how they're, old is she? 56? Yeah, she's stunning. She's a grandma. You would never know it. She she is truly so beautiful. Her husband just cheated oh God, on her. She's my godmother. She's literally the perfect person for this show. She's the she life the, of the party. Yeah, she has the best personality. So, And we were just talking about this today. I said, we got to get you on a dating show. She goes, I'm too old. I said, I feel like they're going to come out with a show where yeah. they're, they're going to start doing dating shows for people your age. I literally said this to her at, at oh the dinner God. table today. That's I'm not so even great. kidding. Oh my God. Well, please, I, like seriously, I start tomorrow morning. So give me her information. Text but it over. It's not just uh, her. I also think we should bring up your mom. Your mom would be a perfect. Oh my, my mom's a lesbian, so it's not going to work. She's bi. She, yeah, she, she was bisexual. married to a man for years. <laughs> I, we're totally casting bi. Okay, so we have two women for you. They're sisters also, so and they're both gorgeous. Oh my god, that's so great! And okay, that's perfect. I love that. There's a lot to unpack here. We we have some really good feasible options for you. Oh, you guys are gonna your whole family is gonna be on different networks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my god! Oh my All right. god. Anyway, this will be for ABC, and I think they're gonna do it on uh, the uh, ABC like prime time. So I think it'll be like on the network, not like on a streamer in my opinion, but maybe it's because I'm older now, but I feel like people are tired of just seeing hot people yes. dating. Well, hundred yeah, percent. Like, like I get it like too hot to handle. Sure. Like I get all the people on bachelor are hot, but like, or love Island. But like, if you want to watch love Island or too hot to handle, go watch that show. And like, if you want to fall, find people falling in love, like this would be really cute. Yeah. I just feel like that. I'm so done with reality TV. It's just not what it used to be. And I feel like 2023 it's, it, everybody's getting and sensing that and reality TV is going to start changing. And I think it I started think so with the too. traitors. <laughs> we have, I think so too. Our case, I was the sole youngest person in the cast and I'm turning 30 this year. Like that's really something. And the fact that everybody was engaged, married, there was no hooking up. There was no flirting and we had right. a very successful show. I know. I know. I totally agree. And I think, I think you're right that people are tired of the whole, like where the shows have all gone. The hot like, influencers that just want yeah. followers on Instagram. It's, it's, right. it's out of style. It's corny and we need to move yeah. on from it. A hundred percent. And also I kind of even feel like even like the challenges and stuff, I'm just like, I'm overwatching like the challenge USA was so bad. I'm just like, 
was so bad. Yeah. But like, even like Tommy, your challenge, no offense. Like once you guys were gone, it was, it's, it's fine. Like, I get it. It's like just drags on, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I might be the only one that really is still into it. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not yeah. a fan of it. I love the challenge. Rachel, I'm you sending do? you, a, I'm sending yeah, you a picture I, of my really aunt do. right now, Rachel. Well, <laughs> You know, I'm a big... Okay, but wait. Do you like watching the people challenge or do you like the drama? Like, what do you like about it? Well, the drama doesn't really exist anymore, right? No. They, they've gone no away from drama. that. It's really just the challenges right now. I just think that it's crazy. I can't believe he hung off a building in Argentina without Argentina. a net. <laughs> without a net. Like, to me, that's... I know, that's cr- crazy. crazy. That is That is, like, crazy to me, too. And I feel like that part is good. Like, I, I enjoy watching that part of the challenges. But, like, I feel like you need, in my opinion, I feel like you need a little bit more, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to admit the challenge Substance. You need bad, substance. Right? So, so what happens is, you know, reality TV has changed, you know, with, with the social media and stuff. The, the fights are, they look like they're staged to me now. Yeah, I agree. No, I know. Well, did the Kate? Did me and Kate's fights look staged? Because no, no, I actually <laughs> had a question. You two were amazing on the show. It yeah. was really so good. I actually had okay. a question. I wrote down was that like for TV? Like, did you? Because you know, both you're both reality people, and you know what makes it on TV. So I wasn't oh, sure if it was partly that, that or if it was you know, real beef. Real no, beef. that was real. Like I think she didn't like me, and then it was just like when pe- when someone doesn't like me, I just kind of like snap back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got it. You know. Aw, I like, feel like you took the high road all the time. You were really were so good. Yeah, and I felt like it was like a fun fight. It wasn't like a gross yeah. fight. I told them like- how when um you what they didn't show they aired the you and Kate, uh you and Kate and you ragging on each other's outfit but what they didn't show is that after the fact you were like actually i take it back i really love your sweater kate oh yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember that rachel yeah, do you know i'm funny. by the way i'm literally just looking through my photos right now and sending you all gorgeous pictures of my aunts <laughs> oh my god i'm so excited well thank you for doing that that also makes my job like way easier so thank you they really would be so good yeah we're gonna have to cut this literally over. i know i know how? i'm sorry know if how. you have to go we could go we can yeah. intertwine this in with that. he's gonna have so much editing to do tonight it's fine it's oh, fine yeah, sorry, i don't sorry. mind i don't I'll, mind i'll let you guys go but it's no so great. Not yeah at all. send me your aunt's info it's so great up with you and gossip and all that good stuff rachel before you go we we like to uh sign out she by saying on one two three it's been real so if if, okay. if you would do the honors with us yeah. all right ready everyone one two three it's, it's been, been real, real. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.